Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From props to parlays to totals and spreads, it's time for Odds and End Zones, a feature of the Fans First Sports Network. It's time to sweat it out. Here's your hosts, Ian St. Clair and Adam Malnati. Adam, there is a report from former Broncos safety Sua Cravens played for the Broncos for like a minute and now is an expert apparently but he had a tweet or an X that said Sean Payton has lost the Broncos locker room they don't like the way he's that the way he coaches they don't like how tough he is and my response to that is get rid of them then that's the losing culture if there is a player complaining about the way Sean Payton is coaching and how tough he is, get rid of them. And there's a prime example of who I'm talking about. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy made a clown of himself prior to the game against the, the Kansas City Chiefs. He not only made a clown of himself, he made a clown of every Broncos fan, of Greg Penner, of Rob Walton, of Kerry Walton Penner, of Sean Payton, of George Payton, of Pat Bolin, of John Elway, of Steve Atwater, Randy Gratishar. He made a clown of everybody who's associated with the Denver Broncos. Lewis Hamilton. What did he he do prior or after making a clown out of himself? He caught three passes for 14 yards. So... Everything Steve Smith said on NFL Network was true. Now, 
get rid of him and get rid of every single player who is bitching about the way Sean Payton wants to coach. I, th- I think so. Aside from the, I, what I believe is a, a fair uh, uh, sort of look at Jerry Judy's lack of production and his inability to um, accept criticism because that's literally what it is, is it was criticism. And then aside from it being criticism, and for those people who maybe don't know exactly what happened, Steve Smith said some things about Jerry Judy on NFL Network. Uh, He then approached Jerry Judy uh, personally and actually approached him to apologize and say, hey, you know, I I came down on you pretty hard. Uh, I would, you know, I'm rooting for you to succeed. He actually had some positive things to say to Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy essentially told him to go away. Uh, and that he does not mess with Steve Smith. He doesn't care what Steve Smith has to say, which is Jerry Judy's prerogative. You don't like when somebody says something about you, whatever. That's his prerogative to do so. But he then, as you said, made a clown of himself approaching uh, the cameras for NFL Network in the close vicinity to uh, Steve Smith and was it was it Pelissaro? Is that who it was? Yeah, Tom, Tom Pelissaro, right? Who was there? And literally just sort of going after them and and kind of trying to, you know, I'm great or whatever. And the things that he said, fine, you want to look it up on Google, look it up. You can, you can certainly find a YouTube clip of it or something. And so Steve Smith went off on him and made sure that we all knew that he is just a guy. He is a tier three wide receiver. And you're right. Jerry Judy did nothing, nothing to exonerate himself, to prove himself to be more than just a guy. I don't know that Russell Wilson necessarily was capable of doing anything to help him in that situation. Watching that game, uh, and I'll I'll throw out a little mea culpa here. The community got it all over me because I mentioned that I didn't think Russell Wilson was the problem in my last article. I didn't say he wasn't a problem. I said he wasn't the problem, but I digress. Um, he, he was the problem in that game. Russell Wilson was absolutely the problem in the Kansas City game when it comes to the offense. He was incapable of running the offense. Whatever it was that was going on, he could not run the offense. However, and, and this is the big however here that we have to get to, because you brought this up about Jerry Judy, it doesn't exonerate Jerry Judy's actions. It doesn't make what Jerry Judy did okay. I'm not going to point at the uh, ineffectiveness of Russell Wilson and say, well, and that's Jerry, that that's Jerry Judy's, Judy's exoneration. That, that, that gets him off the hook. It absolutely does not because he's been just a guy since he came into the league, since the Broncos used a first round pick on him in an effort to create a legitimate offense with weapons. And he hasn't been a weapon. He's shown flashes. He's shown moments but he is also a drop fiend. I, I, and here's here's the thing that, that drives me crazy. And I'm, I'm going to say this because I, I feel like it has to be said about Broncos country. We have fans of this organization who attacked Demarius Thomas with true vitriol over his drops, over his issues with dropping the ball here and there. And he did have some drops. He was an elite wide receiver in his time in the NFL for much of his career. And yes, he had Peyton Manning throwing him the football. And yes, he was on 
one of what I still think is the greatest offense in the history of the NFL. But the attacks on him are abhorrent and embarrassing for Broncos country. And I'm not saying that people should be attacking Jerry Judy in that way. I don't think they should. I, I, a guy has, plays poorly. You, you can be disappointed in him. I don't get down with the whole personal attacks. But the, the Demarius Thomas hate always seemed weird to me. And it seems even weirder now when there is a guy who is supposed to be as talented but cannot put it together but he's willing to go out in front of the cameras and make a fool of himself. I don't mind confidence. I don't mind exuberance. I don't mind a guy who is who is standing up for himself. If you are going to do something like that, you better back it up because Steve Smith is a respected individual in the wide receiver community. And when he speaks, people listen. People care about what he says. So to have Jerry Judy do that, it, it was embarrassing. To me, calling him just a guy is an insult to people who are just a guy. That's not even Jerry Judy. For all the times that he's shown up, which is I can count on one hand, there have been way more times of him not stepping up and delivering. And the fact that Steve Smith wanted to actually apologize to him and Jerry Judy couldn't be the bigger man and say, cool, okay, I know you're one of the greatest receivers to play the game of football. When you act like that, what did he think was going to happen from a guy who spent his whole career talking trash? Like, there was Shannon Sharp and there was Steve Smith. I I mean, very few guys could talk the way Steve Smith can. But you also bring up Demarius Thomas, and that's something that always bothered me. He's one of the greatest receivers the Broncos have ever had. Where's the same vitriol for a guy who has never delivered? Ever. And shouldn't be on the roster. The fact he hasn't been cut yet bothers me. Because he clowned himself and he clowned the organization. And I don't want the Broncos having players like that on the roster. We, we dragged the Chiefs when they had Tyreek Hill. They're not the same, completely different situations. But there's a standard that you have to uphold as an organization. And Jerry Judy has never delivered for this organization. Well, and, and it's like you said, it's it's time to clean house. If there are players in the locker room that don't like what Sean Payton is trying to do, send them away. Trade them. This, this season is a loss. It is a loss. You're, you're one in five. You have embarrassed yourself as an organization throughout the course of the entire season. There's no recovery from this. I, say, I said to you uh, before we started recording, um, if, if they're going to win a game, then they have to guarantee to me that they're going to win every single game the rest of the way because otherwise every win is a loss in looking at what they could do with the draft capital that they would gain having an extremely high pick in the draft. And I am not one of those fans that sits there and advocates for tanking a season. I hate that idea. I, I, I will some maybe sometimes get caught up in the idea of tanking and saying it's a good idea. 
and this might be one of those moments. I don't like that idea of feeling like you're going to quit because I know players don't do that. We know that once players and coaches get on the field, their competitiveness shines through and they try and win. And so it's silly to talk about tanking in that way. But this organization is in need, badly in need, of a complete and total reset. And and here's the thing that sort of, if we hadn't come to that conclusion yet, this is what should make you come to that conclusion. Against the Chiefs, that was a close game score-wise. The Chiefs didn't put up a lot of points. The Chiefs Which didn't have is, to. I, I think the biggest takeaway from the game is that Chiefs offense isn't as good as people think it is. Perhaps. But here's my point. There was never any moment in that game where it didn't feel like if the Chiefs needed to, they could just go down and score points. And they did when they needed to. When it was absolutely necessary for them to say, no, 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 we're not doing that, they went down and scored a touchdown and made it and, and put the game away, made it so that it didn't matter what the Broncos did because the Broncos can go score a touchdown and get the two-point conversion, and they're still down by too much, and we're still going to win, and it doesn't matter. There was never a moment where that game felt like, oh, the Broncos could come back. And the game was never out of hand score-wise. And the Chiefs didn't play great on offense. And there were turnovers and opportunities. And the defense played fine, I guess. But it never felt like the defense was in control either. It felt like the Chiefs were just there. And they knew that when they needed to flip the switch, they could. They flipped the switch and they did. And that, that right there is the perfect example of why under Sean Payton, because you can't get out from under what he is now, you have to have a complete and total reset. It it has to be a Deion Sanders-style reset of players. Get everybody out. Are there going to be a couple of players that are going to stick around and be a part of the rebuild? Yes, there are. Is is Russell Wilson going anywhere? anywhere? I, I don't think so. Not does, prior to the end of the season. Does that preclude the Broncos from drafting a, a Caleb Williams or a Derek May if they have the opportunity? No, it does not. Get rid of everyone. Trade Justin Simmons, who I like a lot. Trade, Trade Jerry Pat Judy. Sertan. Trade Pat Sertan. If you can get a first or two first-round picks for him, why not? It, it makes no sense not to. And I, and I go back At to the idea you, it of... Doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you trade him. It means that you're you're listening. There isn't anybody on this roster, if you can get a draft pick for, that you're not taking a listen to. You're not going to trade Jaleel McLaughlin. You're not going to trade Marvin Mims. Those guys aren't going to go anywhere. Ben Powers probably isn't going to go anywhere. Mike McGlinchey probably isn't going anywhere, unfortunately. But everyone else, Garrett Bowles, bye. Yeah, listen. Yeah. See ya. Lloyd Cushenberry, Quentin Josie Jewell, bye -bye. Alex Singleton, See ya. Kareem Jackson, Justin Enjoy your Simmons, time. Pat Zertan. Bye-bye. I, I, I feel like, do you remember that Saturday Night Live skit? We're, we're old enough. Do you remember that Saturday Night Live skit with David Spade? And I can't remember the actress's name who did it with him. Uh, and they were on the plane and they were the the the, the flight attendants. And as people would exit the plane, it was bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye now, bye-bye, 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 bye-bye now, bye-bye. Like that, that's how I felt just now. Just bye-bye, adios, see ya, don't need to keep you here. It, 
it sounds terrible and I know people would be frustrated and and yes there are guys on the on on that list that are what we consider to be Pat Bowlin Broncos. Justin Simmons is the one that stands Justin out Simmons. to my mind. Pat Sertan is one of them. Give them an opportunity to go win somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing you do for a veteran like Justin Simmons, who has been around and has become one of the best safeties in the league. Send him somewhere that needs a safety for some draft picks, for a third-round pick or a second-round pick. Give him the opportunity to go be Justin Simmons on a team that needs him so that the rebuild can actually happen because it's not a reload. We're not, we're not looking at, Oh, we're going to win next year. I don't think the Denver Broncos are equipped for that. This is a multi-year rebuild. That's why you have Sean Payton there. That's why he has the contract he has and Sean Payton. We trust, which I hate saying, but here we are. It's what you got to do because that chiefs game was proof that the Denver Broncos as a team are incapable of competing with anybody of value. Don't let that Bears game fool you. They came right back down to earth the very next week, played a bad Jets team, and couldn't compete. And then the Chiefs did what the Chiefs did. Don't let it fool you. And it's not just the players. Ship George Payton away too. Well, he's got he's got to be gone, right? There's no way he's staying around. I I mean to me it's just a, a he's just a figurehead right now. Yeah. Like it's an empty chair. So is he, I mean, who cares? But, but eventually you have to get rid of him. Like maybe, maybe keep him around for the draft since that's what he seems to do, but he's horrible at free agent signings. Even before the guys they brought in this year failed. He was the one who brought in and built this roster the way that it is. Cause he's been here over, th- I think this is his third season. Third season. Yep. So this is his roster. So get rid of George Payton Bye. Just completely rebuild this franchise. It is time to blow it up. And I was a fool for thinking that this team could compete. Same. Which leads to what we're about to do, which is to go through our preseason predictions, which I can't believe it. But aside from that, jokes aside, I was a fool for thinking this team could compete just because of Sean Payton. Yeah, uh, big mistake. Big mistake. And I, and I think that we all were fooled because we wanted to believe. And that and that is the biggest issue. You want to believe. As a fan, you want to believe your team has a chance. Uh, and, and this was our belief, ready? Uh, week one against the Raiders, what was our prediction? It was a win. We got that wrong. Week two, we predicted they would defeat, was it the, was it the Washington Commanders? Who'd they play week two? This is how messed up my brain is. Washington. Thank you. Where they allowed a team to come back from 24 points yeah. down to beat them. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Sam uh, Howell. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. And Riverboat Ron, who yeah. is not a riverboat coach. No, no. Uh, we predicted a loss in week three. Yes. So we got that one right. Congratulations to us. Um, we then predicted a win in week four against the Bears. We went two games in a row, correct? We were two for two. We yeah, were two and two. How about that? Look at us. Look at us. And these, you know, we're great. And then we predicted a win in week five. We were wrong. Uh, that was because they were without Aaron Rodgers. And I didn't realize that. I think at the Vance time, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers wasn't injured at the time. We did this on, on September 12th. He wasn't injured yet. This was before the season oh, started. True. Yeah, this was preseason. So, yeah, we just believed. 
But this was in our believe stage. We believed, we believed. Like Ted Lasso, we believed. Apparently, it doesn't matter what we believe. But we did get last week right. We both picked a loss against the Chiefs on the Thursday night game. So look at us. Look at us. Now, I don't, I'm not going to do a score prediction here yet, but I will let you know that with the Broncos uh, preparing to, I don't know, what do we even call it? Preparing to take on a, um, is this even a T? I mean, how do I say this? You, you inter- introduce it. I don't know the, you know, a bad football team, a bad football team <laughs> ever who have a really good defense. Who have, is that? Is that like a theme? Is that the theme that we're sort of living that with? It seems here? to be a theme for this season. Like there's bad teams that have good offenses like the jets. They're a bad team. But they have a really good defense. Oh, yeah. by the way, I am getting sick to death of Robert Sala. The first thing he tells Sean Payton after they beat the Broncos, stay humble. So what does he do after they beat the Eagles? We played a lot of elite quarterbacks in this league, and we embarrassed all of them. Well, first off, Patrick Mahomes would like a word. Second of all, so... Do as I say, not as I do. That's generally how people are. I think that that's a yeah, pretty standard like do as I say, not as I do kind of situation. Yeah, Robert Sala is is I, I don't think he's he's all that special. Um, but yeah, stay, telling somebody else to stay humble is sort of I mean okay. When you tell somebody to stay humble after you've beat them, you are now not practicing what you preach immediately with one statement. So nice to know that 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 continues. But yeah, I I I'm, I agree with you. Robert Sala can suck it, suck it. The Packers though. Let's just just go back to this pack. We we both predicted a win here. Jordan Love is the quarterback. I, I'm I'm going back. No I, belief. I'm taking that back. Yeah. So I I am I'm going to say no thank you on that. Uh, I disagree with that. I think we're both predicting a loss. We'll get to our scores here in a minute. But if, if we if we sort of preview this game, this is one of those games that on paper, if, if you ask me, we weren't wrong at the beginning of the season to look at this and think it was a win. Going into yeah. this season, the belief Having was, Jordan Love? Yeah. And, and quite frankly, this offense that they're about to face isn't that good. Oh, it's horrible. It's bad. I mean, Jordan Love is talking about just a guy. That's Jordan Love. I mean, they the Packers lucked out to have Brett Favre to trade to trade for him from the Atlanta Falcons, then to have Brett Favre, then to have Aaron Rodgers drop in the draft out of Cal. They got lucky. Yeah, they're not going to get lucky with Jordan Love. Yeah, that would be an impressive run. Three quarterbacks in a row? I don't think so. That doesn't happen. Uh, believe me, we know, right? We are, we're mired in it. We are, we are living through it right Cleveland now. Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you're more likely to have three busts in a row than you are to have three uh, solid career starters, let alone Hall of Famers. So, you know, let's let's remember that, right? Let's just remember that. But. I digress. I do think that when we look at this game, I have what I think is a pretty pretty obvious take. If you're going to bet on this game, take Aaron Jones and bet the over for his yards, whatever it is. If it's 400 yards, bet the over. 
because he's going to run wild against this bad Broncos defense that doesn't seem to really show up. Uh, and and don't don't point to the Kansas City Chiefs game as a as a sort of you know a, a ray of sunshine in this otherwise daunting sky of 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 poop storm. It's not. It's an aberration. It's a mirage. They are going to give up a lot of yards to Aaron Jones. They are going to uh, struggle to prevent the Packers from moving the football. They just are because that's the team that they are. That's the defense that they run. Vance Joseph continues to prove he's not very good at his job. Uh, and I, I do not look at that Chiefs game and think, oh, well, they've got it fixed. I don't. And anybody who does is fooling themselves. And I refuse to do that anymore. And the thing that really stands out about this in terms of my best bet is the Broncos to get a touchdown on the first drive. In four of their six games, they've gotten a touchdown on their first drive. Scripted plays, right? It's a, it's it's the old Mike Shanahan, you script the first 15 plays and then go from there. And that's what they have to do. That's the only time the offense looks good. Couldn't they script more plays? Like I would just like just script more plays. We're going to run these 48 plays. <laughs> I don't know how far out you could script it. I don't know what the rules are. But if if that's how the if uh, like maybe Russell Wilson in the offense just needs like to know exactly what's happening every play throughout the game. So just have like an hour's worth of plays scripted out. Just do it that way. Or am I just insane? Oh, you're not insane at all. I Why not do what Mike Shanahan did? He scripted the first 15 plays and then would take what would work, and that was it. I just don't understand how you have an offense that looks as good as it does to start the games on its first drive, scores a touchdown on four of the six opening drives, and then completely disappears. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's uh, it's the world we live in. It's a weird world, but it's the one we live in. I don't, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I wish I had something better. All right. Um. So should we do keys to the game here? Uh, you had a pretty good key, as I recall. I just said it. Don't have the offense disappear again. Uh, yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, I, here's mine. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna go back to reading verbatim because sometimes I just write things down and they just feel right to me. Uh, here it goes. Take a gummy. Swig some beer. Spend time with your kids if you have them. Go apple picking. Find a way to relax. Apple picking probably isn't relaxing, but that's, you know, I digress. Don't let this group of 60 to 70 people ruin your Sunday. That's the Denver Broncos. I I assume 60 to 70 is about the right number. I know players on the sideline, coaches, uh, referees, the other team. I don't know. Maybe it's more than that. Don't let them ruin your Sunday. Just, Just don't. And as for the Broncos, run the ball. Run the football. Uh, Their running attack against the Chiefs was actually good. Would they average over five yards a carry, something like that? I think they have been averaging uh, a pretty good clip carrying the football. But for whatever reason, it just keeps going back into the hands of Russell Wilson to throw it. And he he can't find old Russell Wilson. Old Russell Wilson is gone forever. It's over. 
That's the world they live in. So just run the football. Lean on the run. Javante Williams is a good running back. Jaleel McLaughlin, Mr. McLaughlin, because I, I screwed up his first name just now. A good running back. He's a, he's a good little change of pace guy. They've got that run ta- attack. I know you got to throw it every now and then, but like, figure it out, dude. Figure it out. Run the football. That's, that's, that's my key to the game. Not that it's going to matter. Um, do we even have any players to watch this week? No. I have to get back to my best bet first. Oh, yes. Go back so, to your best bet. So the reason it's a good bet is because of the value, and that's what we talk about on this show a lot. The Broncos to get a touchdown on their first drive is plus 370. And it's hit four of the six times that they've been in games this year. So keep that in mind. Yeah. And absolutely. then bet the under. And then bet, yes, and bet the under. We're back to we're back to betting the under. Remember when we didn't when we had to do that every game last year? We're, we're back to it. Just bet the under. The under's gonna hit. Uh, and it's not because the defense is so good, it's because the offense is so bad. So there's also that. And um, the offense is bad. Yeah. You know, and watch the defense is bad. And the special teams is bad. Yeah. Everybody seems to be bad. Everybody's bad. It's all bad. Here's what I'll say. Players to watch. Watch whoever you really like. There you go. Because they're probably not going to be around for much longer. Here's hoping. You got a score prediction? 17-16 Packers. Wow. We're pretty close on that. I went uh, 23-17 Packers. A couple touchdowns for the Donkeys. Uh a couple touchdowns for the for the Packers, but also more field goals. I suppose that's the way to to read that. Um, so super exciting stuff there. I I wish I had better. I wish I had a better prediction. I wish I could say it was going to be better. It's not. It's just not. All right. Um, let's stop talking about the Broncos. Let's make ourselves feel a little bit better here. Let's let's get to our whip around the league. Let's take a look at the schedule. Talk about the AFC West. Uh, we've got before a, we do that. Oh, sure. Yeah, we have to look in. back at the last week. That was another bizarre week in the NFL. Just in general, yeah. I, I think that's probably you're, you're going to tell me that PJ Walker and the Browns are going to beat the 49ers, really? Yeah. And then I predicted Zach that. You Wilson, didn't predict that. Zach Wilson and the Jets are going to beat the Eagles. Stay humble. Really? Stay and humble. And then Tyrod Taylor and the Giants are going to have a game against the Bills. Yeah. What a weird week! I now I'm trying to remember. I feel like I predicted all that. I someone I may I could go back and listen to the last show, but I feel like I said all of those things were going to happen. I, I could be wrong, and it's okay if I am. I you know it, it just felt like I said that. Um, but it, I think that week sort of leads us into a, another interesting week in the NFL, just moving forward. And you know, starting with the AFC West. Chargers Chiefs, you you know, Chargers going to Charger. I think I I think I coined that phrase. Am I wrong? It, I think we did it on this show. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I said it on this show once, many moons ago, way, way back before, I mean, before we lost all hope when it came to the Broncos. Like, I think even during the Peyton Manning years is when I said it. Maybe it was, maybe it was after that. I don't know. But Charger's going to Charger, I feel like, is mine, and and they live up to it every single week. It is fantastic. So I think the Chiefs will absolutely roll the Chargers. I know that the Chiefs' offense isn't great by comparison to what it has been in the past, but it's still the Chiefs. 
And I, and I think the Chargers are just going to continue to charge her. So there's that. And then, you know, the Raiders play the Bears at Soldier Field. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I, I think what's going to be interesting is the Eagles. They have a very hard schedule. And watching that game, I had the Eagles in my work survivor pool, unfortunately. Oops. I was not impressed with Jalen Hurts. You know what, I've though? I've never been sold on him, but the way he played, the Jets had nobody healthy in that secondary. They had a practice squad secondary. Yeah. And he couldn't do anything. I don't know. I it, here, Here's what I'll say about that. I, th- I think you're you're right in, in some ways. I feel like Jalen Hurts is, is very talented. And I'm not not sold on him, but I, I do think he is the type of player that can disappear at times. And that's what happened to him at Alabama. If you go back to his time at Alabama, he was good, he was good, he was good, and then he disappeared. And Tua Tagovailoa comes in and, and takes over. And so he transfers to Oklahoma, and he was good, he was good, he was good, and then at some point he kind of disappeared. I, I get I get the impression that there are moments where Jalen Hurts does – I don't want to say he shrinks from the situation, but he just kind of, for whatever reason, just doesn't have it all of a sudden. And that's not to say he won't get it back. I'm not I'm – not, I'm not out on Jalen Hurts, but these are the kinds of games he's going to give you. Uh, and and they're going to be in situations like that where you're going, it's the Jets, dude, and they're injured. Figure it out. And he's going to be like, I don't know. I just didn't do it that day. And, and, and that happens, I suppose. But uh, I do I do worry about that game. If you're a Philadelphia, Philly, or a Philadelphia Eagles fan, maybe just root for the Phillies that weekend uh, because – I, I, you you may be upset by the end of that game. I don't know. I, I don't have a prediction for that one necessarily. I just look at that game and think that's one that the Dolphins offense could go off. And if Jalen Hurts isn't up to the task, they're not going to keep up. So so your concerns with him, I think, are valid, especially in a game like this. Um, I just I don't think the Eagles have the offense to keep up with the Dolphins. And I don't think that Eagles defense is good enough. That's going to be an interesting test. I think that is a huge test for the Eagles. Uh, bounce back game for them, and they may not bounce back. I don't uh, think they will. It, you know, they're, The one thing they have going for them is that they're at home, unlike the 49ers who need to bounce back, and they play on the road, but they play the Vikings, which is a, a far easier task. Who knows what that means? We thought that with the Jets That's or what, with the Browns with P.J. Walker at quarterback. Eh. They can't all be bangers, right? You're going to make mistakes. Uh, I, I do think the 49ers bounce back there. I, you know the game I'm kind of interested in is Bills-Patriots because I am curious to see if the Bills just absolutely demolish the Patriots. Like, how bad is that game going to be? Or are we wrong and the Patriots are actually good because they're not good? But, I mean, are they good? No, I just I think the Bills are going to do some terrible things to the Patriots. Especially with how they played against the Giants. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply